chapter ten of the village in the jungle by leonard wolf this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter ten two years later punchy manika was still living in the hut which had belonged to selindu but she lived alone kalinahami had died slowly and almost painlessly like the trees around her her death had brought no difference into punchy manika's life except that now she had to find food for herself alone the years had brought more evil death and decay upon the village of the five houses which stood when punchy manika returned from her journey to the prison only two remained her own and that of the headman vetterala pancharala disease and hunger visited it year after year it seemed as the headman said to have been forgotten by gods and men year after year the rains from the northeast passed it by only the sun beat down more pitilessly and the wind roared over it across the jungle the little patches of chenna crop which the villagers tried to cultivate withered as soon as the young shoots showed above the ground no man traveller or headman or trader ever came to the village now no one troubled any longer to clear the track which led to it the jungle covered it and cut the village off disease and death took the old first podi sinho and his wife angohami and the jungle crept forward over their compound and three years later two other huts were abandoned in one had lived balapu with his wife and sister and his two children in the other bastianapu with his two sons a daughter a daughter-in-law and a grandchild they had tried to help punchy manika by letting her work in their chennas and by giving her a share in the meagre crop they struggled hard against the fate that hung over them clinging to the place where they had been born and lived the compound they knew and the sterile chennas which they had sown no children were born to them now in their hut their women were as sterile as the earth the children that had been born to them died of want and fever at last they yielded to the jungle they packed up their few possessions and left the village for ever to try and find work and food in the rice fields of mahapotana they tried to induce punchy manika to go with them but she refused she remembered her misery and loneliness upon the road to tangala and the words of the old man from mahawalagama who sat among the cows upon the hill there she remembered baban's words to the mudalali surely it is a more bitter thing to die in a strange place it might be a still bitterer thing to live in a strange place she was alone in the world the only thing left to her was the compound and the jungle which she knew she clung to it passionately blindly the love which she had felt for slindu and baban who were lost to her for ever whose very memories began to fade from her in the struggle to keep alive was transferred to the miserable hut the bare compound and the parched jungle so she was left alone with pancharala he was an old man now weak and diseased after a while he became too feeble even to get enough food to keep himself alive she took him into her hut she had to find food now for him as well as for herself by searching the jungle for roots and fruit and by sowing a few handfuls of grain at the time of the rains in the ground about the hut he gave her no thanks as his strength decayed his malignancy and the bitterness of his tongue increased but he did not live long after he came to her hut hunger and age and parangi 
at last freed her from his sneers and his jibes the jungle surged forward over and blotted out the village up to the very walls of her hut she no longer cleared the compound or mended the fence the jungle closed over them as it had closed over the other huts and compounds over the paths and tracks its breath was hot and heavy in the hut itself which it imprisoned in its wall stretching away unbroken for miles everything except the little hut with its rotting walls and broken tattered roof had gone down before it it closed with its shrubs and bushes and trees with the impenetrable disorder of its thorns and its creepers over the rice-fields and the tanks only a little hollowing of the ground where the trees stood in water when rain fell and a long little mound which the rains washed out and the elephants trampled down marked the place where before had lain the tank and its land the village was forgotten it disappeared into the jungle from which it had sprung and with it she was cut off forgotten it was as if she was the last person left in the world a world of unending trees above which the wind roared always and the sun blazed she became one of the beasts of the jungle struggling perpetually for life against hunger and thirst the ruined hut through which the sun beat and the rains washed was only the lair to which she returned at night for shelter her memories of the evils which had happened to her even of baban and her life with him became dim and faded and as they faded her childhood and selindu and his tales returned to her she had returned to the jungle it had taken her back she lived as he had done understanding it loving it fearing it as he had said one has to live many years before one understands what the beasts say in the jungle she understood them now she was one of them and they understood her and were not afraid of her they became accustomed to the little tattered hut and to the woman who lived in it the herd of wild pigs would go grunting and rooting up to the very door and the old sows would look up unafraid and untroubled at the woman sitting within even the does became accustomed to her soft step as she came and went through the jungle muttering greetings to them they would look up for a moment and their great eyes would follow her for a moment as she glided by and then the heads would go down again to graze without alarm but life is very short in the jungle punchy manika was a very old woman before she was forty she no longer sowed grain she lived only on the roots and leaves that she gathered the perpetual hunger wasted her slowly and when the rains came she lay shivering with fever in the hut at last the time came when her strength failed her she lay in the hut unable to drag herself out to search for food the fire in the corner that had smouldered so long between the three great stones was out in the day the hot air eddied through the hut hot with the breath of the wind blowing over the vast parched jungle at night she shivered in the chill dew she was dying and the jungle knew it it is always waiting can scarcely wait for death when the end was close upon her a great black shadow glided into the doorway two little eyes twinkled at her steadily two immense white tusks curled up gleaming against the darkness she sat up fear came upon her the fear of the jungle blind agonizing fear apochti apochti she screamed he has come the devil from the bush he has come for me as you said ayo save me save me apochti as she fell back the great boar grunted softly and glided like a shadow towards her into the hut End of chapter ten end of the village in the jungle by leonard wolf